Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 165th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is still not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Um, we've got the boys here. We are talking. So Urban Meyer got uh, got shit can this week. What? Um, in the Ooh. middle of the in the middle of the night, we're all shocked. Um, Urban Meyer got shit can this week. Chargers and Chiefs just played an amazing fucking Thursday night football game. And uh, we're gonna do our week fourteen picks draft, but we're we'll start with Urban Meyer and just kind of get that out of the way because he's just so upstanding. I figured oh, yeah. we I figured we'd do a uh, I figured we'd do a draft, a three round Urban Meyer controversy draft. Okay, and that's how we'll start it. Um, this, this is this is career, correct? Yeah, just. We're we're decorating the Christmas tree of um, Urban Meyer controversies. Okay. Every we're gonna hang nine ornaments up there. Okay. In draft form. Um. Doug, you're 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 gonna you're gonna beat the brakes off me in in college controversy. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's there's enough to go around. <laughs> I mean, there, there's yeah. enough just out of the, his, you know, three-quarter season to go around. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, I flipped a coin. I actually didn't. Uh, we'll we'll do this. We'll we'll go in reverse order from how we're how we're drafting uh, the 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 picks draft. Okay. So, Trevor, uh, Trevor, you get the first pick. Doug, you got the second. I'll I'll get the third. Okay. Whenever you're ready, Trevor. First pick in the Urban Meyer controversy oh. draft. Huh. Okay. I don't think I was prepared to go first. <laughs> I'm going to say. See, I thought I was making it easier on you because I figured you weren't, pre- weren't prepared. I'm like, he can, he can think of one. I know he can, he think, can of think of so, one. So uh, his covering up. Um, I mean, so you can, you can say, I could say it as a blanket statement, him covering up um, coaches and players, uh, drugs, domestic abuse and cheating or i can pick one of those yeah just you know we got we got a three-round draft here pick one but but there's more than that i mean there's so much more than just the fact that he at both ohio state and florida uh specific like way more florida um was covering up um scandals within his organization uh players and coaches alike yeah, he's he's a terrible person. Yeah, he's he's a fucking awful human being. <laughs> That's why we're doing this. This guy is terrible. My favorite I posted on the I posted on my on my story today, but Dan Orlovsky, who's who's pretty yeah. fun. He um, is. Yeah, he's great. And and a huge uh MTV the challenge fan, as as am I. Um but uh yeah, he he said I the Jaguars had a terrible team and a terrible culture, and he made it worse in like six months. He somehow made it worse. What a scumbag! All right, so Trevor, which one are you going with? Are you, are you just going because you, you can't just say college football? 
I no, I didn't say that. Like specifically, oh, okay. for like Florida. Okay. So. All right, I'll be specific. He, uh, when he was at Ohio State, he um, subverted information uh, and was caught lying uh, and and deleting text messages in regards to one of his assistant coaches uh, and domestic views. Yeah, it was like every like he should have known. Like, there's no way he didn't know. And 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 his uh, what was his excuse that? He he had a blind spot for whatever that scumbag's fucking name was. Sure. I had a blind spot for him because it was like his mentor's grandson or something. Anyway, right. just just a perfectly Urban Meyer like non-apology. I had a blind spot. Whoops. Yeah. Oh, that. Um. All right, Doug, you're up. Um. In the same vein, I guess we could talk about the. The racist guy that he hired, <laughs> and then he, then he had to let go right away. Who coached, his... who coached under him at Iowa, and then was hired by the Jaguars, and then resigned forty-eight hours later. Yes, because there was a—I don't know if it's class action, but he's being sued uh, by numerous players on that uh, on that Iowa team. Yeah, I'm pretty sure was Urban Meyer subpoenaed for that. Yes. Something to do with, yeah. Where he, again, I believe, didn't actually erase text messages, but asked somebody, hey, if I wanted to get rid of some old messages, how would I do that? (laughs) (laughs) It's just, just, hypothetically, if I needed to have somebody killed, what would be the steps I would take to do those things? So, like, what's the (laughs) maximum sentence I can get for that? I mean, somebody can get for that. Yeah. Uh, I've got this friend who needs to get rid of some text messages about a strength and conditioning coach from Iowa who was State racist. Coach. And I right. and and this friend needs to make it look like nobody knew anything. How do we do right? that? How hypothetically, what would be the step-by-step process? And what it's so I great. Google? Could, could you like, even like, tell me what I would Google? That would help too. He he's he's such a he like evades any kind of accountability by like, by those situations. Like, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do it. I asked somebody how to do that or like, he's a, he's a, he's a 16 year old. Like, yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know about anything. He just forgets things like, right. Oh no. Those my that, that was my friends that hired the racist coach. Not me. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that was baby. That was my friends that were finger blasting the twenty-two-year-old co-ed at the bar that is named after me. Yeah, <laughs> not me. It's my friend. I was just there. I was telling him not to. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna go with finger blasting uh, the butthole of a twenty-four-year-old college student while he's married. That's gonna be at, at at his own bar in the middle of the day. Right. After a game, after lost. a game that he did not go back with the team, yeah, not at a team party that right. all the players were invited to after a loss, he left them to go. Yeah, he's good. He is good. Um, okay. Um, so we're allowed to make one up. 
So I'm just gonna. I. Well, you're gonna say we're allowed to make one up, and then you're gonna make one up. Well, yeah. I mean, we're allowed. To, I mean, like, well, here it's not that it's not that it feels right, but I just can't prove it. Is kind of more the. Sure. I think you framed Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> I'll say it. I think you framed Aaron Hernandez. Can't prove it. This is allegedly, but, um, you know, I would like to know where he was the night that Aaron Hernandez, you know, allegedly hung himself. Right? I mean, you think you think Epstein fucking, you know? Sure. Yeah, he got maybe he got, maybe, sui- he got maybe, suicided. Maybe Urban, My- Urban Myers like this elite hitman who masquerades as a degenerate piece of Jesus shit. Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> he's like John Wick, but he's the worst person in the world. Oh, all right. So uh, I went with framed uh, framed Aaron Hernandez. Which is cold because he's like, he. I mean, Aaron Hernandez never murdered anybody before he got to Florida and played for Urban Meyer. So that, that we know of. All right, Doug, you're up. Yeah, I was actually going to say he was an accomplice to uh, to Aaron Hernandez. See his murders, his murderings, great minds. His various murderings. <laughs> One of his uh, several murderings. Um, but yeah, just allegations at this point, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, we're not, sure. I don't it's have good. any evidence. It, Somebody was good. like. It's going off the rails a bit. So, so what if we say, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do this draft. One, one of these stories is going to be fake. <laughs> and we're and then and we're going to reveal it after. Well, I mean, no, or just not. Don't reveal it and 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 be be uh, liable. <laughs> <laughs> I said allegedly. I, I said no offense. I mean, the, I can I can say whatever I want after I say no offense. I thought that was the whole point. Nobody's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> all right so is it my turn again i can send it to urban meyer for all i give a shit it, he's got way Doug? bigger problems than the fucking 400 people that are gonna listen to this oh that guy's a shit bag he'd probably sue us yeah that's you know sure yeah Doug, are you, are you come at me bro i've got fucking a sick fucking basketball card collection <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me too. Fuck you. (laughs) What are we doing? All right, Doug, you're up. Um, He he really wanted Tim Tebow to come back. That was kind of weird, right? Wasn't that like the first thing that was like, what the hell's going on with this Tebow tight end bullshit? Yeah, I like that. Well, it was so blatantly that he needed a a good human being as, as proxy. Right, he wanted to bring in. <laughs> he needed leadership. a yes man. He needed a man yeah. that would wouldn't push back when he started screaming and acting like a tough guy. Right, Dude. someone who would uh, make everybody else drink the Kool Aid. Yep, he's a that good was man. Stupid. He's a good man. 
And then Washington um, try to block was Chef's Kiss, Urban Meyer. <laughs> uh, Trevor, you're up. Rumor has it that at a uh, an old uh, Ohio State or Columbus, should I say, watering hole, Urban Meyer racked up a, a, a quite large bar tab. And uh, when leaving a tip, wrote, I do enough for this town in the tip line. I'm, I'm, di I'm dying for that to be like something that's provable. Because he would definitely be that guy. I, I, f I fucking made this town. I'm bigger <laughs> than fucking Columbus. Right. Um, all right. Last picture ever. You got one more. Oh. Three round draft. Um, him, him. Uh, I think it was at Florida. He visited a player's home to help uh, to, to try to get him not to uh, reveal that one of another one of his assistant coaches, I believe, the same one with a domestic violence uh, situation, uh, had called him a racial slur in an argument. And uh, he was busted doing this. And he said, I wasn't visiting him over the holidays to talk to him about this situation. I knew his mother was sick. And this was a, like, you know, third string uh, freshman right. wide receiver who had played like three games. <laughs> this guy's the worst fucking person ever. But like, and then also, how dumb does he think everybody is? Like, I'm just now. I'm just gonna completely make up bullshit. This is he's. This is world's dumbest criminals type stuff. Right. No, I was. I was visiting. I knew his mother was sick, so I went. You know, and during Christmas, uh, I left my family and and flew uh, halfway across the country to visit this young man's sick mother because I'm that good of a human being. Right. That's amazing. I wasn't. No. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to cover up more nefarious situations amongst my staff. Yeah, I was doing something good. Not just flipping it into I wasn't doing anything or I wasn't there, but like, no, this is I am Mother Teresa should fucking lick my nuts. Like, um, yeah, he's terrible. All right, Doug, last pick. You're up. Um, I mean, the guy kicked a defenseless kicker. <laughs> he kicked a kicker. He belittled him and then kicked him. Hey, dipshit, make a kick. Like, what a jerk. And then, and then, supposedly, Lamb, the kicker Lambo says, Don't fucking kick me. And Urban Meyer says, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you when I want to. Is head ball coach like specifically like a southern? That might be a spurrier thing, but he just adopted it most likely. Yeah, it's head ball coach. Yeah, it's head ball coach. Like, I like that wasn't a. You know, we didn't call the football coach at my high school in California the head ball coach. No, we do. No, I've never used that term. I, I was only familiar with that term for that that commercial with spurrier answering it. Saying, spurrier, head ball coach. Right. So and I, it could be a thing. It could be something that they say down there, uh, or uh, he could just be, you know, copying Spurrier. 
but it's absolutely not something you would say at the pro level, I feel like. Probably not, no. But there isn't like, anything professional about this man either. Like, yeah, I mean, the, like, yeah, I'm I'm the head ball coach just feels like you're, you know, you're in some, like, 19, you're on, like, 19, you're in the quad on the 1950s college campus. Sure. Like, not, you know, a millionaire fucking head football coach for Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I'm going to go calling all of his assistants into the fucking room and making them defend their resume and telling them that he had better coaching staffs at Bowling Green, even though he picked both coaching staffs. Right. This was his hand-picked staff. He's this is maybe the best 13 game stretch of any head coach's career ever. Oh, absolutely. This, I don't know. I can't think of a worse. Um, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of a worse fucking. Bobby Petrino, even like this oh, was wow. like. That's what I was going to say. Who? Which one is worse? Bobby Petrino and his 13 games or Urban and his 13 Urban both... by Urban by far. I mean, Petrino was bad and then left, right? I mean, what else was in? Was there any? There wasn't really anything else in there, right? He just he was like, "This thing, I got, this sucks. I get the fuck out of here." Yeah, he got in a motorcycle accident with the coat on the back of his motorcycle. Was, was that while? Ago. Was that while he was the Falcons coach? No, no, that was like that was like he was at Arkansas, right? Yeah, yeah. Which might have been the job he left for, right? He left the Falcons to go to the Arkansas job. Now, leaving like the pros that. to go to fucking Arkansas. Yeah. Ooh, Razorback. There were actually people in my comments, like I posted a few memes, like defending Urban Meyer. Oh, my God. Jesus. Like, he's made more, he, he's, he's, you think he's upset about getting fired? He's still going to get every cent. And he's gonna get every cent, and uh, it's more money than you'll ever make. And I was like, "Yeah, sorry, don't right." Got me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Hitler was a great public speaker, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... boom, he's a better speaker than you'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, got me. He commanded yeah, right. way more. He commanded way more of Europe than you ever will. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right, man. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> sorry, you got me. Uh, yeah, if that you're guy defending drives, Urban guy, Meyer, like that guy drives a scion for sure. You're a horrible person, right? But who's like um, who's like an Urban Meyer fan? Like like who's out there being like, oh, who are guy. these people? <laughs> oh man. D- okay, so I mean, Doug, th- with the with the, o- the the Ohio connections for you, like you've got a bunch of Ohio State buddies, um, fans of Ohio State. They're in and around your personal life, um, <laughs> despite your best efforts, what what do they think of Urban Meyer? Like, even in hindsight, like, is there is there any? Yeah, kind of- I, don't, I think those bridges are burnt, man. I think the way he left Ohio State he left a bad taste in their in their mouth. Oh yeah, but I mean that's what he, he did the same thing in um, Florida, right? He, he, yeah, he, he's. He had, uh, he had health issues. He had headaches. He had health issues. I'm spending time with my, spending time with my family. Yeah. Yeah. And then a year later, he's got his Ohio finger State. up some chick's butt. Right. And then and then he leaves Ohio State so fam- for the same reason. Family time. Yeah. Does he ever coach again? 
some I mean, some yeah. like yeah, but like some shitty school probably. Yeah, there's someone out there that would take him. That would be a he would be a hiring that would you know grab headlines kind of thing. There's like if people. Lane if Lane Kiffin can keep getting jobs with all the bullshit that he went through. The head ball coach here, he could he could probably he can get going again. Yeah. But Lane Lane's pretty young compared. No, I, I yeah, I get that, but like Lane Kiffin was just like toxic for years. Oh. Yeah. Between like just... SC and then Tennessee. Like he had to really kind of rehabilitate his entire image and where where would he I mean it'll obviously be college. He's never getting another pro job. It'll obviously be college. Yeah. Unless like the NFL forces Daniel Snyder to hire Urban Meyer as punishment for the fucking No, that's scandals. exactly that's exactly what the Two what, in what he would do. That that would be the team. Ron Rivera says, you know what, I'm done. And then Urban Meyer gets hired by the football team. Like that, that would work. I can't have Ron Rivera is like, listen, I've survived cancer. I'm gonna get out of this. This is fucking yeah. terrible. This You're is all worse. fucking awful. Right. Um, and the league installs, like doesn't even give so I'm not Snyder saying the... I'm not saying this would be forced or mandated. I'm saying oh, that you think Daniel Snyder's Snyder just like, hey, would hire know. him. Yeah, we're, we're we're out there thinking who would hire this guy, he would. That's my kind of guy. Yeah. Right. They're boys. I mean, isn't he getting in trouble right now for covering up something? Yeah. Like they're, he's, they're that's... Like same, yeah, same cloth, those guys. Just one's a billionaire. Yeah, just just grimy fucking dirtbags. But yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's ridiculous that he has Urban Meyer has this. I can't stand losing. It's all because we're losing. Like, dude, you're a fucking loser. Get used to it. Yeah, don't take that. Somebody, somebody in my comments was like, "How was he ever good?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. Fucking free labor and nobody to call him on his bullshit." Like. Yeah, He's, college is college is very different. They're easily, you know, these are very pliable young men. Yeah. He's fear based. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. Or if he if he cuts them, they lose everything. It's not like yeah. you know, the what I mean, the fucking he kicked the kicker, and the kicker told him, "Don't you ever fucking do that to me again." Like that's never happened to Urban Meyer. Right. Yeah. Hey, dipshit, make your kicks. Kicks the kicker. And the kicker stands up and goes, don't you ever fucking do that again. And he says, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick whoever I fucking want. And oh, man, he's fantastic. (laughs) He's fantastic. Urban Um, liar. All right. Imagine having a a couple Red Bull Vodkas with him because that's probably what he drinks. Yeah, what? (laughs) <laughs> I am trying to think of what he would drink. What do you drink? Like Red Bull Vodkas. Or maybe he's just like a, like he just drinks wine all the time, but like not good wine. That the, he thinks it's ha- good. House Chardonnay. Nah. Like, like, you know, high end grocery store wine. <laughs> he, he's more of like, a, hey, does this smell like chloroform? Hi, Hi I'm Urban Meyer, head football coach. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I wonder what Urban Meyer's drink of choice is. And then his daughter like went fucking Richter on Instagram. Like, this is war. You've released the Kraken. It's like, 
what bad things do you think you have on the Jacksonville Jaguars, lady? Like, yeah. what or, are or, you going to dig up on Josh yeah. Khan? Right. Or do you think that your dad's a good human being? Right. Anyways. Because he, for, he forced his son. Like, he forced his fire. He wanted out. Yeah. Like, this isn't like some big surprise. Because well, I mean, the, the Lambo thing couldn't, happened couldn't. months. The, the Lambo thing happened months ago. It just came out now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even Trevor Lawrence, like recently, was like, "This bullshit has got to stop." Like, and he's like, "The, the all the drama's just got to stop." And it's like your rookie quarterback is already saying that thirteen games into your tenure, you're toast. You yeah. have no credibility at that point when the rookie quarterback's like. This has gotten out of hand. Somebody's gonna have. Some, would would an adult please step up here? Give us our. Give the running back the ball. Yeah, the James Robinson thing. Like Carlos Hyde hasn't been a good fucking running back ever, as far as I'm concerned. He's had like two good seasons. Right. So I also read that in when Carlos Hyde was at what Ohio State. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that he would call was caught on video punching a chick at a bar, and he covered that one up too. You could literally say anything, and I'd believe it. No, that is that, that is true. I, I'm reading that right now. I mean, about Carlos Hyde. You could literally say anything oh. about Carlos Hyde, and I'd believe it. Right, but you didn't. I, I know you don't like him because he's just a, buck a, ba- a bad fantasy player. But he's, he's but, stupid. Yeah, he's, he's so stupid. stupid. But that makes sense. That's a, here's a, here's a good segue. What does he um, have on? What is what does he have on? Or, or does Tim Tebow have on him? Right? Because he seems to bring along all these people that, like, you know, drink his Kool-Aid. Or what does he have on Tebow? Right? I mean, what, did co- what did he cover up for Tebow that says, nah, you're going to come try out for this team? This team I mean, like, everybody's got that friend that somebody else in the group, like, just, like, like a random meets him and is like, what the fuck are you hanging out with this guy for? Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's Urban Meyer for a lot of people. Like Urban Meyer is that guy for Tebow, for I mean, not I can't, I just can't think of it. But like Carlos Hyde's probably like, listen, you know, he did a lot for me. You gotta understand. It's also I'm a running back, and I'm gonna fucking sign with whoever wants to fucking give me running, or give me money because oh, I'm, I'm sorry, maybe get 18 months left on my contract. He didn't cover that up. He let him come back after like a couple game suspension. Oh, okay. No big deal. Yeah, sure. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Um, all right. Do we, do we want to talk? Um, we'll save, we'll save the Frank Gore fight for the, for the end. So that I can get my thoughts together on that. Um, okay. Chiefs, Chiefs chargers, amazing game. Mahomes versus Justin Herbert. Herbert coming into this game was the guy with the better stats in just about every category, like more touchdowns, fewer interceptions, more yards, higher passer rating. And Again, people in my comments saying things like Mahomes isn't even the best quarterback in his own division anymore. What, what we'll start, Doug, we'll start with you. Who are you taking contracts? Like leave contracts out of it. Who do you, who, who would you rather have right now? Mahomes or Herbert? Mm, I think I'm still taking Mahomes at this point. Herbert, obviously is pretty freaking amazing. Um, but Mahomes has still already accomplished so much. Um, and is, it what, than, is it closer than is it is it close though? Uh, I mean Herbert's pretty talented. He's got a pretty big arm. Um, but Mahomes is just like I don't know. Yeah, Trevor, how about you? Oh. <sighs> You like your boy, Herbert. I do. I just like him better. And I don't think, you know, Mahomes actually isn't unlikable at all. He's, I think he's quite likable. He's just has his, his entourage is fucking awful. I think it's, I think his brother ruins it for me. So I'm going to say Herbert. It's a good angle. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. You'll you'll take, if you had to pick and you're the owner of the team with the first pick. You're taking Herbert, and you're just like, listen, Patrick, this isn't anything personal against you, but I swear to God, if I had to see your fucking brother at this fucking in my stadium eight times a season, I'd fucking hang myself. Is that right. basically the? Yeah, yeah, I'd probably make decisions like that. I'd either I'd either shoot him or fucking kill myself. I don't know which one. If yeah. I had if I had two bullets, and Osama bin Laden. So did you see Hitler and Patrick <laughs> Ma- and then Jackson Mahomes were in the same room? So uh, apparently, I sent you guys this in the in the group text. But a restaurant, a Kansas City restaurant, called him out hard, and it was fucking glorious. <laughs> it was fucking glorious. So apparently, he shows up with like 
uh-huh. you know, 10 people and they're like, yeah, we're full. We can't sit you. And he, you know, does a little tirade and then, and then calls them out on social media. And, uh, 100%. Were, he's a hundred percent. Don't you know who I am? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, is that, that's not apparent. I don't know what is right. But th- like this guy is such a steaming pile of shit too. Like what a, what a fucking piece of the people who do that are just, uh, obviously I have a soft spot for that. Um, but, oh man, but the way, the way they called him out was, was absolutely fucking glorious. Yeah, that was a good one. It did remind it, I did think of you and I was reading it. Oh my god. But that well that that is a good question though. If you only had one bullet and you had to put one of them out of his misery, Herbert Meyer or Jackson Mahomes. Oh man. I I would say Jackson Mahomes is young. And I and I think and I think there's hope for him. He could he could turn around and learn from his mistakes. Urban the Meyer flip side of that, the flip Urban side of that is Urban it. Meyer only has maybe another 10, 15 years of being terrible ahead of him. Whereas Jackson right. Mahomes has sixty. A lifetime. Oh man. But well, I mean I guess you could say which one's more <laughs> influential, right? So is it is it anyone who comes in contact with Urban Meyer and, and who has to play for him and work with him? Uh, and and him be able to, to spread that fucking disease that way, or the millions of poor TikTok watching idiots who think he is someone to look up to. So there's I, I, there's another angle to this, which is the kids who like... have to play for Urban Meyer have to play for him. They don't have a choice. Um, I think any idiot who thinks Jackson Mahomes is cool in any way, shape, or form is also an idiot and doomed, and we could probably do without them. The So where where does Jackson Mahomes – like Patrick Mahomes is going to play football for another 15 years, maybe yeah. 20 if barring, we keep protecting yeah. quarterbacks the way that we normally right. do. Barring, right. barring some kind of – now, granted, I just doomed him to <laughs> yeah. you know, paralysis in the next three weeks. Dude. We don't but, that. Please don't do that. Please, um, please let him have a long and successful career. J- yeah, Patrick Mahomes, barring an actual curse, um, but far stronger than my taint, um, will probably be playing football for the next 15 years. And that means that Jackson Mahomes is going to be pushing 35 or 40 himself at the end of his brother's run what 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 point do we see Jackson Mahomes name on a presidential ticket i guess nah, it, nah, it won't be it won't be real life anymore he's going to be really super famous in the metaverse um like cuz it's he, he's going to do dancing with the stars at some point ugh, ugh. He's not even a good dancer. He's gonna do. I mean, do they do Celebrity Survivor? Because that's like that's where he's. Yeah, he is doomed to. He's doomed for you know second rate reality TV for sure. And Dancing with the Stars is not second rate. I shouldn't say that. I would but like is, to see him like get like do something like what that Jesse Smollett guy did. Oh my god! <laughs> Those two hang out. Those two have had drinks. Tw- tw- Twenty years from now, fifteen years from now. 
Who is Jackson Mahomes fighting in a celebrity boxing match? Yeah, Jesse Smollett. That's, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Who do you want to win that? Jesse. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Redemption. <laughs> we'll forgive everything else, bro. We will. We will. We will for- forget you stoking a racial fire. Just, and, just uh, beat the just, piss just, out of this guy. Please take this fucking guy out. Please <laughs> break his legs so he can't dance anymore. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, all right. So um, that started just so, so I can answer my own question. I'm, I'm going to put that bullet in Jackson Mahomes <laughs> over Urban Meyer. I think, so, uh, I think, I think we should do a uh, worst characters in the sports universe draft. <laughs> that would be good. That's that, let's go to key that up at one point. Worst non-athlete sport characters in the not even because there's plenty of terrible ones in within the sport. So we right. can within without like within the universe that could be broadcasting. That could be you know ESPN. That could be you know trainers, coaches. The um, all right. I so, so in answering the question, I do I really like the Jackson Mahomes argument for taking Justin Herbert. Um, oh yeah, that's how we got there. I I. <laughs> I think I actually like it so much that if I was the owner of a team, I would absolutely take Herbert. Because, <laughs> like, I, love I found the fact myself. That I don't have to. Right. I don't have to sh- end up ever sharing my owner suite with Jackson Mahomes. Right. I, I like. I never. I always like Patrick Mahomes. I was rooting for him. Like this guy's great. Right. He's he, he interviews well. He's you know he seems, you know, quite. Uh, you know, approachable. Like he's, he seems like a really nice dude. You can't and, pick your brother either. Right. Right. And then, and then I found myself not liking him. And like, I, 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 I questioned myself. This was like last week. Like, why the fuck don't I like Patrick? I'm like, I don't, I like Patrick Mahomes. I hate his brother. I hate his girlfriend, wife. And I, whatever the fuck, he's just the only negative thing you ever hear about Patrick Mahomes is not about Patrick Mahomes. It, it's the ketchup thing. Um and, what was, what was and the his ketchup, brother, the ketchup thing? he puts ketchup on everything. Oh God! Yeah, all right. Minus minus a bunch there. Yeah. <laughs> that just uh, shows that just shows that household, right? Like you know, that's not a responsible household. Patrick Mahomes, you can tell Patrick Mahomes Senior was off playing baseball six seven months a year. That's that's just all this shows. This is. And Patrick, Patrick was the one who just buried himself in sport, and but he doesn't seem like this entitled, you know, sniveling little shit. No, but I mean, he nobody was there to teach Patrick Mahomes to to not put ketchup on everything, or to or to or to hit or to hit Jackson Mahomes at an early enough age right. that it would have fucking corrected all of this. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 you're right. Like there are holes. Yeah, there are holes in that household. Yeah. Um okay. Um Chiefs have won what did you say, Doug? Seven straight, and they're half game up on the Patriots now for the seven in a row. And I said I said before we turn this on, I really wish we had a producer to go back right now and say, like, uh God, what's a good producer name? Nathan? No. Would never hire a Nathan. It's a good producer name. 
Trent. Trent. <laughs> Billy. Cliff. Billy. 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 The producer would be going back right now and replaying the segment where where we asked at what point in the season did the Chiefs take br- come back and take over the AFC West? Because now they're two games up and it's week 14. Um, 15. Week 15. Yeah? 15. Yep. 15. Um, they're two games up and it's week 15. It's basically, it's their division again, still never wasn't theirs. Um, but man, they have they have fixed the defense. Maybe this is why COVID came back because, like, they're just COVID is here to engineer. Everybody thinks the NFL's rigged now because the Chiefs are good again, even though they have the best quarterback in the league and their defense is playing well, but somehow it's rigged. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but the Chiefs are good again. It's kind of, I, I don't know if it's annoying or, or slightly cool. Like, I'm a little impressed. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, Andy Reid is a great coach. I'm not surprised they got the ship righted. They have, I mean, they still have to rekill Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. So, it's a lot to deal with. And and Chris Jones and who was out today and uh, I and and Frank Clark and Honey Badger, Honey Badger and they're just they're just good. Jackson Mahomes, right? And and somebody made the point like they've draft like their draft they, that Burton guy he's crushing it at linebacker and then they drafted two starting offensive linemen and basically plugged and fixed their entire offensive line. Through a little bit of free agency, a lot of the draft, and everything's fine again. And they're just fucking cruising now. Yeah. Should they have lost this game? Like, did do you, did the Chargers did you did you guys watch the game and see all the see all the fourth downs that the, the Chargers were going for? I did. I mean, well, I was, yeah. I was if the Chargers my... kick two of those field goals, they win. Right. I was uh, for it. I was gonna wait to say the Chargers charger tonight. The, the the peak and valley of that team is just incredible. They um, and Brandon Saley, the coach, is saying, "No, guys, you don't understand. This is how we're gonna fucking play." And I kind of like it. Like I really like it. The Chargers, how they play? Yeah, I yeah, like like they're not going. For the, if you were the Chargers single fan, you would like victories. And they right. should have won this game, but they didn't because he went for it on fourth down. Like, was he one? They lost in overtime. This guy had three times he was inside the what five yard line. Five. And they yeah. Didn't get any points. Right. A fumble and uh, two turnover and downs. Right. The yeah. one. The one time I would have kicked would have been right before halftime. Yes. Yep. Yep. After because that turnover. Part of the math in going for it deep in. The opponents, like when you're inside the five, inside the 10, part of the math there is it's really hard to play offense. It's, um, 
if you turn the ball over on downs, it's really hard to be on offense when you're inside your own five yard line. And so the defense ends up, you know, usually getting, you know, a quick three and out. The offense is playing super conservatively. They rarely get out of there. You know, 95 yard drives are exceedingly rare. You're, you're more likely than not going to get the ball back. And you're more likely than not going to get the ball back in really good field position, like inside the, you know, on the, on maybe your own 40 at the worst case scenario. Um, that's part of the math. But at the end of half, you, that math is negated because the half's going to be over. So that's the point where I would have been like, okay, you know what? I get that the analytics say we should be really aggressive here, but like going up seven on the Patriots into halftime is way better than going up four. And it's not like they can, it's not like I'm going to give them the ball back just because I kicked the field goal and they've got good field position and can reset their offense and all this other shit. The half's literally over and it's just, I either want the three points or I don't, or I'm, or I'm going to risk it. I don't, I don't hate the idea of like trying to make it an 11 point game, but um, I, I, I still would have kicked that one. I would have kicked that one. Maybe yeah. not against every team, but against the Chiefs, I'd have kicked that field goal. Yeah. yeah. And those were five points. That was right after a turnover. So it's like get something off that turnover. It's yeah. better than going into halftime with nothing. Yeah, but that's there. That's the mantra over there, though. Right, he's got to stick to it. I, yeah. I mean, I, I dig it. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, like, especially on fourth and one, fourth and two. Like, you've got Justin Herbert. I would be using his legs maybe a little more. Like, but, um, just because he throws so the ball so fucking hard that like he could put the ball on somebody and it still be turn into a drop or a pick or something as it bounces off a shoulder pad. Um, none of us are, I mean, like, do any of you have, uh, oh, here, Doug, do you have any hidden math talents? No. Like, you're not, like, I'm not talking to, like, fucking Will Hunting or something right here and you just haven't told me? No. Not I'm, fairly, I'm fairly comfortable saying that Trevor's does not have any hidden math talents. Math talents? Yeah. I go to school to learn. Yeah, you're right. I don't have any hidden yeah. math talents. All right. So none of us here are fucking like Rhodes math scholars. Um I don't get the I don't so the the Chargers scored a touchdown to go up seven. So they got their six and that put them up seven. Kicking it would push it to eight. Going for two would push it to nine. I don't understand, and <coughs> I need to find somebody with the, the that understands the NFL analytics and all this other shit. Like, why wouldn't you go for two there to push it to a two-score game? That's the one that's like I don't get. Like, you're being so fucking aggressive everywhere else. And if it's inside a fourth and two, you're basically going for it every time, no matter where it's on the field. But you've got a to make it a two-score game or a one-score game, and you just kick the field goal. I get that the two-point is always harder. Making the team get into the end zone twice is always harder than once plus a kick. I get that. But, like, you've got an opportunity to really put the game basically out of reach. Um, and I don't understand why they wouldn't have taken that 
opportunity. So if any of you out there are actually will hunting, um, DM me and let me know why going for making it eight instead of going for nine with the safety net of it being seven. It's not like it was going to be six, right? Like the safety net is still touchdown and an extra point. I don't understand why they wouldn't have taken that shot. I would have in Madden, I would fucking do it every time. I'd be like, well, I can get a free point here if I convert this. And worst case scenario is I'm still up seven. I don't, that's the part I didn't get more than anything. Those would have been the two decisions I'd, I'd do differently. I'd have kicked that field goal right before halftime, and I'd have gone for two to try and go up nine. Yeah, That's I, mean, I, th- I, th- I think you said it. You know, having to get in the end zone twice, you're up eight, they got a touchdown, and. But yeah, I don't know. I guess they would just kick it. There's equity. That, like, to me, there's equity in the. Like, worst case scenario, you're still up seven. Whereas, like, you could still miss the fucking extra point and be up seven. If you're going to, you know, say you've got a, what, a 20% chance of missing the extra point. um, Maybe a 10% chance of missing the extra point. But a 60% chance, a 55% chance of getting two. I think the, you'd think the math probably fucking works out there that you'll end up with, you'll end up with nine way more often than you end up with seven. Or you'd end up with nine more than you'd end up with eight or seven. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If you have a fucking math background, fucking, you know, hit me up. Or if you just read an article where they talk about this, forward it to me. Um, God. Oh, there was a stat. I got to find it. Phil, Phil, Phil. Derwin James. Um, Poor guy. He went out of the fucking game again. And in the run-up to, like, basically, when Derwin James was on the field, Kelsey, here we go, found the Barnwell. Or Barnwell said, Chargers were a totally different defense without Derwin James on the field. Have to figure Kelsey doesn't score on that final play if James is out there. That was fun. Who else? Where is the fucking stats? God damn it. I should have been mildly prepared for this. I mean, Derwin James is a monster, but I think that was uh, durability was definitely the number one concern coming out of college, if I remember correctly. Um, Okay, here it is. Travis Kelsey with Derwin James on the field, 26 defensive snaps, one reception, 14 yards. Travis Kelsey without James on the field, 41 defensive snaps, nine receptions, 177 yards, and two TDs. Whammy. That might have swung the game. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Travis Kelsey is a monster. Hey, yes. So in the last three weeks, we've had Kittle go for 175, Kittle go for 150, Kelsey go for 190. There's nobody else in those two guys' realm, is there? I know, I know Darren, everybody likes to say Darren Waller, but like... Darren Waller's yeah. not doing this shit this regular this year. No, he has the potential. So you 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 put him on one of those teams and he does the same thing, I think. Pitts is having a good rookie year. Yeah, he has that, he has that potential as well. You would say that uh um what's his face on the Ravens? Andrews. Mark Andrews is 
you know, one of their top targets. If the, well, their top target, really. And he puts up some numbers sometimes. But no, I mean, I, I think you have Kittle and, and Kelsey uh, at like at Gronk level uh, effectiveness right now. I think they're the I think they're tier one. I think, yeah. I think everybody else is tier two after that. Doug, uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean Kittle and Kelsey, and it's them, and then everybody else. Yeah, no argument there. Um, all right, so we talked about the fourth down thing. We talked about Mahomes versus Herbert. Talked about Kelsey. Chiefs are good again. I guess it's time when we did the Urban Meyer thing. Urban Meyer is not. There's been no further controversy since we've started this podcast. Um, so that's a that's a plus for him. Um, we just need him to get caught on like some kind of hot mic, like saying all the bad stuff that he's covered up. I mean, but like he doesn't have to. It's just out there, but it seems to have been just widely fucking ignored. Like, how was he hired in Jacksonville? That, that makes zero sense. Off off name, right? I mean, he's. And location. And Khan's just one of those guys that's has no idea what he's doing but's involved. Trying to think outside the box kind of thing. Somebody tw- – I hate doing this because it's a good quote, but I didn't write it down. I, d- I just read it. Um, I didn't write down who said it. But some – and this is – oh, it was Dungy. And Dungy every once in a while talks out of his ass, but sometimes he actually says some stuff that's that's interesting. He says that – you got these owners that he thinks need to go to a class on hiring, which sounds just fucking insane. I mean, have you not experienced that in your in your kind of corporate experience? That people with money and people who have had success in uh, in a, at least a single area or multiple areas believe that that is a principle across all realms that their way of thinking, their way of hiring is the right way to do it. And this is what happens when people like that step into an unfamiliar realm and run it the way they would any other business. Yeah. So the, the, uh, the shorter, the cliff notes version of that is success in one area. Doesn't trans doesn't tra- almost never translates to other areas. Right. It's like, it's the reason like Elon Musk probably shouldn't be president at some point, you know, Shit right. like that. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, it's like, you'd think these guys that are hired that have built or built, ran, whatever, billions of dollars worth of wealth and business. And then they're looking for somebody to come in and lead that like, they can't sniff out a complete fucking charlatan. But I mean, the other thing is maybe they're so far removed from yeah actually doing some hiring that or the skill like these guys know how to hire a, a a chief marketing officer and they know how to hire a chief revenue officer but a head football coach is so far beyond their fucking scope of what they get right and, and not to mention the fact that this guy that they're hiring him to come in and and, and rebuild a culture Right. right. They they needed like a real strong culture guy. 
and they pick the exact opposite. Cult, well, they, culture though is is usually one of the easiest fucking things to hire for. At least, I, I mean, it's like at least for me, anyways. He he wanted to make a splash. Um, Jacksonville's been pretty bad for a long time. They've had like, yeah. what one winning season in the last eleven or twelve right. years. Yeah, I mean that that's it's they needed nothing. to make a splash, and Urban Meyer's a guy that's well respected in Florida because he won two championships in college there. Yeah, um, I guess he was operating within the Florida bubble, huh? But he is, yeah, he's a scumbag. It was a terrible hire. It's bad choice, and uh, it's it's for these owners, for these billionaire guys that have, have all this money. It's about pride. Um. He he wants to hire you know he wants to have a hand in hiring the guy that turns it around when really he should be hiring the right guy to hire the guy, <laughs> right? Right. And you know what, Trent Balky also not that guy. I'll just fucking let you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. There's a list of. Uh, there's a list of, uh, college to pro, coaching hires from like the last twenty years floating around. And it is like Bill O'Brien's on that list. Urban Meyer's obviously on that list. Um, Jim Harbaugh is the only one that had any success. Yeah. Like, Harbaugh's like 44 and 19, and everybody else is like collectively yeah. like and, 75 uh, games under 500. And your boy over there at Seattle has had success. I think Pete the. Carroll. Yeah. But 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 arguably Pete Carroll had NFL experience, then went to college, then went back to the NFL, and that that makes a difference in that one, I think. Maybe they just maybe they filtered him out based on like when did Carroll get there? Two thousand ten, probably. I think he got there in two thousand ten. So maybe they filtered him out just to prove the, you know, you can do anything with statistics kind of thing. Sure. I'd forgotten about him though, but yeah. Um, but and yeah, Carol and Harbaugh. Carol and Harbaugh are basically the only two guys from. And you have pretty spectacular, successful college coaches that just absolutely bomb in the pros. I mean, Nick Saban. Yeah, he's he's you know one A in that situation. That's part of the reason all the like Lincoln Riley to the NFL thing confused me. Like, I don't understand the clamoring for, for those guys. I mean, Chip Kelly was great with the Eagles for one year, and then he. He just went away. Like he was just no. terrible. Yeah, he's gone. Yes, I mean it's completely different leadership. I mean, you're leading, you know, very, you know, you're leading kids uh, into grown ass professional men, no matter how delayed their maturity may be. It's going to be interesting now with all the NIL stuff uh, in college, how that impacts the guys that are actually shitty leaders. Um, because you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have some of those guys, some of the best, and and the and the transfer portal too. Because now you can just you Doug explain the transfer portal to me like I'm well, like I'm me. Um, Can I just can I just skip school, switch schools every year with no ramifications? I think I think you get one year in the transfer portal where you don't have to sit out now. Gotcha. So it's basically free agency. So if you go to a school and you're buried on the death chart or they get a five-star recruit at your position and you're or a sophomore or you're Spencer Rattler or you're, yeah, or you're just a little fucking bitch and you don't want to stick <laughs> it out. 
Um, you can say, hey, I'm leaving. I'm putting my name in the transfer portal, and I'll go play somewhere next year. So if you put your name in the transfer portal, does that do you give up your thing, or do you have to get claimed? No, no, you still can pick wherever you want to go. Right, but I mean, like, if you don't get picked, if nobody like, if nobody's like, "Hey, yeah, come here," can you go back? Yes. Yep. Notre Dame had a guy go in the transfer portal last year and come back. Houston Griffith. So, so yeah. All right. But it's um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about the whole. I mean, I, I see that, you know, coaches get to do it, so I guess it's fair that the players get to do it too. But it's also just, I don't know, creates, creates an out for kids to be bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, shit, man. I'm, burn it to the ground, man. Burn the patriarchy. Um, no, I mean, I think – I. I think they should absolutely go to. Um, I, I think they should have tiers of of college football, and in the top tier, you've got a you know fifty million dollar salary cap or whatever it is, and that's what you can spend on your fucking team. Well, did you see what the the kid from Texas did? He went to Ohio State. He was the number one recruit in the class of 2023, and he reclassified to 2021 or whatever. So he was he was a freshman at Ohio State this year. He went there for a semester, enrolled early, made a million dollars off his NIL shit, and now he's in the transfer portal, and now he's going to go to Texas. So he left high school a year early, made a million dollars in a half a year at Ohio State, and now he transferred to the school that he wanted to go to, Texas. Good, good for him. I mean, that's you know that's certainly manipulating the system, but really, it's a system that has been fucking these players. Yeah, like go ahead, one, guys. One for hit, one for them, seven million two hundred forty-six thousand. Right for and the I'm, schools. I, I am an avid hater of 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 uh you know behavior like that but these guys these these kids gotta get with their you know well did you see did you see dion pulled the number one recruit in the country that that was amazing that was fucking fantastic (laughs) away from his alma mater uh, away from his alma mater it's fucking perfect yeah Yeah. uh just i just burn it the fuck down man yeah and it's like they're making promises somebody leaving the chat room right now Oh, no, I was just that was my door. <laughs> for all for all you kids out there, that was the AOL instant messenger noise when you left. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the um all right, yeah, let's get but what I mean, what number one recruit doesn't want to go play for Dion at corner? Right. I mean, he could he could easily turn that school into fucking cornerback you. Well, dude, that's what well, that's what it is now. It's it's not because of Dion. I heard they, they like he got like a some kind of million dollar make a documentary about his journey deal. Yeah, from Barstool, which also employs Dion. It's it's such a fucking beautiful like manipulation of everything. It's fucking perfect. Yeah. And for for you know, there's 120 of these schools that have been 
you know, profiting off of fucking free labor, man. Free labor. Free and, labor, and, and not, not even just, yeah, like 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 life adverse free labor. N- exactly, not even free labor, but just like the punishing these kids, like. And my favorite part of all this is, you, you, you know, the argument against all this money is like uh, an education should be enough, right? They get in a free education and room and board and all this other shit. And now that one guy gets paid a million dollars, the same group of people are up in arms because, well, it's not fair for the other guys on the team. But it's like, which is it? I thought, because I, I thought that the fucking room, the education was enough before. So one guy goes out and fucking gets paid. Good for him. But now all of a sudden the education's not good enough for everybody else. Um, it's, it's, I just, just again, it's going to need to get regulated at some point because it's going to get way too crazy. It but is. like, yeah. you've got to rip the bandaid off at some point so that you can sit there and go, Okay, everything's in shambles. How do we put it back together the right yeah. way? And I think it's unfortunately it's going to be sacrificing a generation or two of players. I mean, I what mean, are the, the what are the adverse effects of this? You have, you know, what the incentive now? So I guess the the analogous situation was back when, um, you know the the NBA. You could go straight to the NBA, and there was an, and there was no rookie uh, wage scale. So you had, there was, there was a generation of, there's a five or seven year run there where like late nineties, right? Early two thousands where the league was starting to worry that maybe they weren't in the best hands. Right. Um, You know, Kobe hadn't quite turned into Kobe. Um, uh, Jordan was out. Like there was this, there was this void. Right. And, there was a bunch of guys that were just not professional, I guess, as uh, they were not the stewards of the game that say like Jordan and magic and those guys had been before. Um, and, uh, and so they put in the rookie wage scale, uh, they put in the fucking stupid fucking dress code. Um, they did all these things to, to try and make the rookies less, you know, to give them less money make it so that they came in and behaved a little longer and shit like that. And and the league is, has fixed any of that, you know, those kind of reputational problems and, and, and good for them. Um, But yeah, I mean, we're going to end up with, I think this is what you're saying, Trevor is like in terms of sacrificing a generation of, of athletes, right. There's going to be some taint uh, on, um, on this couple of years before they figure it out. Um, but man, just fucking look at English soccer, dude, promotion, relegation and salary caps at every fucking level. That's it. That's all you need to do. It's fucking simple. Boom. Anyways, um, let's get to our draft so that Doug can get to bed. Cause it's, uh, it's, cl- it's closing time. Last call. Let's do it. Um, right, all right. Right. Not Joe. Not Joe gets the first pick. Doug gets the second. Trevor gets the third. Um, the uh, the Bucks have been good to me lately, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. The Bucks have been good to me lately. The Buccaneers. Bucks, the Buccaneers. 
against the Saints. Okay. <clears throat> um, I will go with the Arizona Cardinals over that the was Lions. Good. That was that was the only other pick I was thinking of. There. Um, yeah, oh, that's the just, only. Just in case this is the first time you're listening to us, here's what we're doing. Um, instead of just making picks and going through and discussing every game and being like, this is who we think is going to win or this is who I think is going to win, uh, we're drafting – Oh, it's a three. It's eight rounds, three picks in each round, and we are basically drafting at each slot the team we think is most likely to win. So I think the Bucks are the most likely team to win this week, and then Doug picked the Cardinals, and now Trevor's up. Trevor gets the the, the snake the the wrap around too. So the reach around. So first pick is the Pats over the Colts. Bold. Okay. okay. Second pick is the Bills over the Panthers. All right. It's bold. That's bold on the the Colts are playing well. Yeah, but I think the Patriots are in late season form. Yeah. I, I, I. They gotta lose one more for the playoff side. They're not benching anybody yet. Okay. Okay. I mean, they're they're. I mean, they're fi- they're fighting for a one seed, right? They're yeah. It's not. It's not like they're a bad team. Um, Doug, you're up. My turn. Uh, I think. Man, this is. I'm gonna say. I can't decide. Do I pick against Trevor's team or for Nacho's team? <laughs> I think I'm going to go against Trevor's team. I'm going to say the Cowboys um, will beat the Giants. Doug, are the Browns going to be able to field a team on Saturday? Nick Mullins, baby. Probably not. Like, I don't know if this game's happening. That like is every every day. It's like three or four new new guys. The Rams have twenty five guys on the COVID list. The Browns have twenty something as well. There's only fifty three players on a team. Yeah, yeah. How do they think they're gonna play these fucking games? I don't know. It's like the most important game of the year for the Browns. It's like, it's like your win. last. It's the last game you, without a doubt, should win. Like the Browns, like they could lose this game. They could like have to forfeit or something because they have less. How is it? I don't know. It's weird. It's like they say if you have, if your team has more unvaccinated players, then your team gets the forfeit. <laughs> really? Well, it's like some, no. If, a, if, an like un, if an unvaccinated player causes the the outbreak, then that's the. But it's like. I don't know. Well, it's weird. It's fucking weird, dude. Sports is so fucking, so fucking weird right now. And it's like every there's there's these hugely competing interests that I mean, it's like nobody knows what the fuck's going on because yeah, the fucking virus is fucking mutating and changing and doing all that other fun shit. And it's like 
get this Omicron thing that like might be fucking hyper fucking contagious, but also might not be as serious. And what does that mean? And all this other shit. And like, you're sitting there trying to fucking fill out a fucking fantasy lineup and going like, I'm not going to lie. I picked up the Raiders in, in your league, Doug, because if they're going to play this game and the Browns only have 23 players, I want the Raiders defense. I do. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Um, but man, they like. Anyways, um, and the football team are they they fucked with the Rona again as well? There's like seven teams in the uh, COVID protocol, whatever thing. I don't know why they wouldn't just fucking punt on the week. Like, yeah. They can't do that. I mean, they could. Sure. It's the fucking NFL. They can do anything they want. Um, all the lights here in my fucking little studio, save for one, have gone out. So lights out. This on the YouTube. This is how this is how Abraham Lincoln podcasted <laughs> with my a candle. candle. Back in our day. <laughs> um, all right. All this is a funny way of saying, God, I mean, there's a, there's a team that's appropriate for me to pick here that I'm just not going to fucking pick. Wow. Um, uh, because it's, I'm one and four. This, this spot right here is one and four for me. And I'm just, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to um, do that. Not going to do it. Jesus Christ. This COVID thing really is screwing things up because, like, the Browns would be a good pick here. Um, yeah. And Doug, you picking the Cowboys wasn't cool because that's who I was going to pick. Yeah. So that's that's terrible of you. Um, I am gonna go and there's pick. An, there's another one out there. Yeah, there's a really good one out there. It's it's it's. Average at best, and uh, and and this, there's a certain team that doesn't play well the game after they play on the East Coast. So I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna leave them out of it. Okay, um, okay. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I got fuck. I gotta do it again. Damn it. <laughs> But it's not Fuck. the second round now. So you but it's can not do the it. second round now. Yeah. Do it. All right. No, no, you fucking too. You fucking bullied me into that fucking Seahawks pick. <laughs> you fucking scumbag. The uh, lights the lights going out is has nothing to do with who you pick. <laughs> <laughs> the taint is um, becoming the, the taint has become self self aware. Right, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's like it's like falling. The tain, <laughs> the taint is mutating. It's like the uh, coronavirus. It's the Omicron version of the taint. Um. I'm, uh, well, here, I'll, God damn it! Why is this so difficult right now? It shouldn't be. You just do well, it's it. It's not. Yeah, you just take the Niners. <laughs> yeah, just, just do it. Uh. I'm going to take the Packers. Oh, oh man. Okay. I am going to. I'm going to. I think it's my turn, right? Yeah. No, it's Doug's turn. Oh, damn it. So I'll take the Niners. God damn it. Okay. I got nothing against that. 
I'm going to take the uh, Titans. Against the Squealers? Yep. Yeah, one more, Trev. Oh, shit. Just a, I'm just a floating head here on this screen. It's funny. I looked. I, looked, I put your screen on. It was pretty funny looking. You know what? You know what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm going to do. Taking the Jaguars? I am. I knew it. I am. I'm going to take the fucking Jaguars. Re- revitalized. They have exercised the demons. Yeah, this I could, is de- a, this could is definitely a, get a win. This I is find, a, in spite of. Uh, yeah, I think I think they go off. This is put, a classic it's a not us, spot. it's him. This is a yeah. classic it's not us, it's him game. They're going to rally like fucking nobody else. Trevor Lawrence, eight touchdown passes. Right. They should bring Josh Lambeau back just for this game. Right, they should. <laughs> Kicks the game winner. Right. Yep. This is strong. This spread is is this spread needs to be ten more. But the Jaguars game. Yeah. Yeah, they're not fact. Whatever the spread is, they're not factoring in the post-urban fucking cloud being lifted. These guys are stoked. Um, Doug, you're up. James Robinson. I should definitely start James Robinson. That's for sure. Right. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna play well. All right, my turn. I will take. Um, was, was sorry. Was was uh, Meyer calling plays? No, right. No, they have that the guy that's taking Darren over with Bevel. Darren Bevel. Yeah, right. Bevel. Um, one of one of one of all of Russ, Russell Wilson's offensive coordinators to get fired. Boy, they're going nine and eight. Nine and eight, nailed it. Nailed it. Championship. Um, speak of the devil, I guess I'll go with the Rams over the Seahawks at home. Dare I say? Even even, even with the COVID cloud. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't care. Rams. Ditka. Um, Ditka. Ditka. I'm going to go with the. God, the Texans are starting Davis Mills. So that's a. Um, I'll go with the. Uh, go with the Broncos. Broncos over the Bengals. I might cool. just take the fucking Bengals right there, too. Um,. Giants are playing the Cowboys. No, no fucking way. Um, who are the Eagles starting? Do we know? Does anybody know? Is Jalen Hurts back? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Heineke's. I'm gonna take the football team. Because because the Minshews are dangerous. Ooh yeah. Damn, I, I should have picked the Eagles. So you pick the football team. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna go so, with. So my turn. Yeah. No, no, it's my turn. No, it's Doug's turn. He I'm picks in the second. middle. Uh, it's all right, though. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say the Colts. They're gonna beat the okay. Patriots. All right. So now you got two picks, Trevor. All right. I'm gonna go with the Vikings. 
and the Bungles. Did uh, did you just take Kirk Cousins on a Monday night? I did. Wow. (laughs) Against the Bears. I didn't realize that was a Monday night game. Fuck. (laughs) It's all the way on the bottom. I should have known that. Um, Kirk Cousins has Kirk Cousins is one and nine on Monday Night Football, but Matt Nagy, let's see, the defensive coordinator is out with COVID. The special teams coordinator is out with COVID. The offensive coordinator for the Bears is out with COVID. So that means Matt Nagy is not only calling the special teams plays. <laughs> All but he's all knowing. He, he might also be calling the defensive plays as well. I think, and if he's not, I think he should. Um, and really just kind of like paint his masterpiece this week is really what I want him to do. Um, but I'm not going to be picking the Bears. Doug, are you up? Who'd you pick? Doug, uh... Trevor went Vikings, Bengals. And then did I pick the Colts or was that last you, round? That was last round. You did. So it's my pick. So um fuck it, man. I'm gonna die on that hill. Let's go Browns. Um, go they're wild. gonna find they're gonna find a way. <laughs> <laughs> or the go. game's just not gonna be played. Right. Um which I'll yeah, so um, Browns. Uh, let's see, and I already took the football team. Well, I guess, you know, I'm going to take the Seahawks. Rounding into form, 9-8, and eight, here we come. And uh, the Bengals got taken already. Uh, and I'm going to take the Texans just in case the Jaguars are still bad. <laughs> All right. Not bad. Uh, Doug's up. How do okay? <laughs> why, um, why is it so complicated, Trevor? I don't know. I think I'm just eager. I'm not ready. <laughs> There's somebody he wants to pick, and he just wants to jump in front of. Is it my turn? In front of Doug. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Um, I'll go. Uh, Jackson Mahomes, sir, it is not your turn. Please wait outside. We'll seat your table. Don't you dare. When it's appropriate. Don't you dare. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll do the Ravens. That's a good team you're getting there in the seventh round. Yeah. Trevor? Uh I'd probably have to go with the Eagles. because uh, if if Minshew's playing. Oh, look out. Look Set out. Set the world on fire. Yeah. You go, girl. How how much more likable are the Eagles, Trevor, to you with Minshew at quarterback? Immensely, and that means just but fucking barely, but immensely more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going from a negative 10 to a negative nine is <laughs> it's a huge jump just for one position. And yeah. it's for me, it's nothing against Jalen Hurts, it's that I think no. Gardner, it's that I think Gardner Minshew's just gotten a raw deal. Yeah, and, the, guy's a, uh, the guy's a fucking American hero. Yeah. Um, all right, you got you got your last pick, Trevor. So here's here's who's available: Raiders, yeah. Panthers, <laughs> Jets, Lions, yeah. Giants, Steelers, Falcons, Saints, Bears. 
I think I have to go Raiders based on uh, the ineligibility of the Brownies. (laughs) Your eighth eighth round pick is going to win by forfeit. Right. Doug, last pick. Uh, The last pick. And that's strategic, Doug. That's not where my heart is. Understood. Understood. I ain't mad at you. Um, I guess I'll go with the Steelers. Yeah, I guess I'm doing that. Ravens, Ravens and Steelers in back-to-back rounds. Yikes. Look at this guy. Um, no, not the Panthers. Not the Lions. Not the Jets. Not the Giants. Uh, Turkey. Do you go with the Saints? The Bears and the Kirky Cousins curse. Yeah, I think I think it's the Bears. I I yeah, it's not not the Saints. It's 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 the Bears. It's going to be Bears or Falcons, but uh, I'm not. Again, I'm not touching. I'm not touching that game. I should have. <laughs> Not touching that game. Well, you just talked about it, so. Well, I mean, I, I texted it. you guys. I texted you guys an entire diatribe about how I'm going to fucking wager too much money on Nick Bosa to win Comeback Player of the Year. So yeah, basically, was... I can fully expect his fucking left leg. I'm surprised Joey Bosa didn't also get hurt tonight. <laughs> just through name association. Just through, yeah. just just because I said Bosa so many times that like my taint just got confused and just he was collateral damage. All the Boses. Big John Boser, whatever his fucking name is, is probably fucking quaking in his boots right now. It's my taint hovering over him. That's a picture. It's so real. Um. Anyway, no, I'm going to put 200 bucks on Bosa for comeback player of the year. It makes too much sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a bold move, I know, but can you bet on who's not going to win it? <laughs> I Dak at negative one thousand, like this, like that, 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 that they've already crowned Dak the comeback player of the year, regardless of how he finishes the year, is is weird to me. Like, yes, he broke his leg, but we're not talking about an Alex Smith level fucking catastrophe he went through. I mean, he was he played in week one. He didn't have to sit out an entire fucking year. Um, and you know, have nerve damage in his foot, like almost die. Exactly. There's flesh eating bacteria was at but, no you know, but, point. Yeah, but Alex Smith isn't eligible for this, so he's not competing against Alex Smith. In this no, situation. but I mean, it's like it, what I'm saying is, is that Dak shouldn't be given Alex Smith levels of it. Doesn't matter how well he plays, just the fact that he got back on right. the field. Okay, gotcha. Right, yeah. like. You know, Bosa's at 14 sacks. He plays the 30th, the 26th, the 17th, and the 11th rated offensive line in the rest offensive line the rest of the way. He's got a shot at 20 sacks, and if he gets to 20 sacks, meanwhile Dak has got a the 25th rated QBR in the fucking league, uh, and Bosa leads the league in tackles for loss right now, and he's getting double teamed apparently more than anybody else in the league. Um, it's just, yeah, it, but it's just the, the sexy. It's the defensive player thing, but like, yeah. Listen. And it's Dak and it's, and you know, we, it was gruesome 
right. It was it was a gruesome injury. So that's I mean that's what it is. So that that'll right. still that'll still win it for him. I mean Ryan Tannehill winning it just because he played for Adam Gaze the year before is awful. Especially when like right, he wasn't hurt. <laughs> he, he wasn't hurt. Um and some things know, are worse than an injury. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I there's the field wasn't that strong that year, right? Listen, I mean, listen, Jimmy Garoppolo is coming off a torn ACL and came back and led his team to the number one fucking seed and the number three offense in the league through for almost 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns. Like that was a fucking uh, coming back from an actual injury, not just playing for Adam Gaze. Um, so there's, and then Trent Williams last year made the pro bowl after, you know, coming back from cancer. Uh, so there's that uh, the Niners should be on, on, they should have three straight comeback player of the years is, is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I can't argue. Just throwing that out there. Who won it? Except Alex Smith actually came back. Alex Smith won it last year. Fine. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> fighting that one at all. Jason Verrett even had an argument for it last year. A really good argument. If Jason Verrett was having, if Jason Verrett's 2020 was happening this year, um, he, I think he'd, he might, he might be a front runner. He's, he's more sob story than, than uh than Dak was. I mean he missed like basically four years with all that bullshit. Anyway, that's my completely non-biased accounting of how the Niners should have won the comeback player of the year award in 2019. Contended in a non-Alex Smith year last year and uh Nick Bosa should win it this year. And I may just put fucking some money down on it. I mean 200 bucks to win 10 grand there's a reason they keep building this, you know, as, as Tommy told me, he's like, there's a reason they keep building casinos. Like, Oh, I know. But like, listen, it's 200 bucks <laughs> when 10 grand. Anyways, that's all I got for the podcast. How about you guys? You got anything else? I don't think so. We good. All right, boys. Um, all right. We will, uh, we'll see you Monday night. After Kirk Cousins and the Bears just dazzle us. I do got something for you guys. Uh, Eight seasons of MacGruber is on Peacock right now. You should watch that. (laughs) Eight eight seasons of MacGruber. Eight episodes. Eight episodes. They 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 spun up a series off of it. A revamp. Uh, Yep. Oh, I watched the first episode. It was it was just what you thought it would be. All right. No, it looks like I'm getting a fucking Peacock subscription to go with my Paramount Plus subscription to go with my fucking Netflix subscription to go with my Disney Plus subscription. HBO Max. HBO Max. Amazon Amazon Prime. Prime. Amazon Prime, yep. Yeah, Amazon Prime doesn't count. We'd get that anyways. I had uh, Motor Trend there for a bit. Wow. That's that's off the wall. Well, because I was trying to watch all the Top Gears. Oh, that's that's aggressive. Amazon doesn't have them? No. Interesting. No. Yeah. Hmm. I'd gone back and I'd started and I got like four episodes in. And well, like... Amazon has the um the Grand Tours. They had some of the. Um, they have yeah, they have some, but I wanted to some get, of the top years. I wanted to deep dive, so I wanted I wanted the I wanted to to really get a, a view on the um 
the post uh, Holy Trinity years, a lot of the uh, oh, you want you wanted to go into the LeBlanc years, and they were good. They I mean, were, Matt, Matt LeBlanc is great. Top he's years. so, and one of my favorite guys, uh, car guys, is the little uh, the uh, oh, what the fuck? Why am I blanking on his name? He's a short uh, British brown guy, but he uh, he's fantastic. <laughs> the um, the wife had the you know when the Friends reunion came out on HBO Max, the wife had it on, and uh, and Chris Harris. I don't know why I did that because he's Chris Harris, is probably one of my favorite like car personalities. He's fantastic. All right. Um. Anyway, LeBlanc was really good on the Friends reunion. Like he was the only one that like had a proper personality and also hadn't done so had so much work done to his face that he looked unrecognizable right. he's just kind of like yeah i got old and fat and here i am still yeah. funny if, um, if i would highly recommend the the i forget what seasons they are i, I can go look them up for you but he has the some of those top years are fantastic with him he's great um doug i would one of you two needs to i'm looking at all these jo- old john madden fucking pictures from like the documentary that's coming out on Christmas Day, which I also can't wait for. But how either one of you haven't dressed up as young John Madden for a Halloween at some point, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. Just the fucking trousers and the hair. Oh, just fucking do it, one of you. Sideline um, pass. What? Sideline pass. I was uh, one of those guys was telling like how he always would have his sideline pass. It's like, man, you don't need it. Like you're the head coach. <laughs> oh yeah, he clipped it. He clipped it to his belt. Like, yeah, <laughs> we know who you are, John. <laughs> head ball coach. I cannot wait for that fucking documentary. Yeah, he's one of the best people ever. And what's crazy is all those shots of him when he was fucking on the Raiders and coaching on the sidelines and stuff. He's younger than we are now. I think. He yeah. was like in his 30s when he was the head coach of the Raiders, I think. He was young. He's the man. I love John Madden. All these fucking scumbags that have no fucking clue that he was a fucking Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah. Um. Oh, Doug, have you started watching Succession yet? I've watched the first episode. Okay. You, are you fucking hooked or what? I gotta get in. I gotta get into it it takes a couple episodes like it's it's a weird rhythm but it was it's you know it's it's done by uh, adam mckay like he's you know he's anyways first couple seasons are funny the i just season. rewatched all of uh yellowstone are you caught up I'm, I'm a season i'm a not a season i'm an episode back i mean i've already seen them but i just kind of rewatched them uh oh it's that good just I, haven't my... seen, I haven't seen five minutes of that show. I haven't even seen one minute of that show. Uh, I've seen more Game of Thrones than I have Yellowstone. Uh, Yellowstone's amazing. It's so good. All right. Best show on I'm... TV right now. The 1883 show, just because it's got Sam Elliott, is going to get some fucking play around the house. Yeah. For sure. Sam so... Elliott is also in MacGruber. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sam Elliott's in MacGruber. He just did that Ashton Kutcher show, which I watched every episode of because it's Sam Elliott. Oh, the um, one with the, the farm. Is that any good? I think I watched one. I was like, I don't know. It's Sam Elliott's fantastic. He's just shitting on fucking Kutcher the entire time. It's like, yeah, I watched some of that. It's watchable. 
it, it it's it's barely it's watchable i mean the especially the first season or two like you kutcher's just good on sitcoms like it's just he's just a good goof goofy idiot and uh that's what he's playing and it's anyways we i've anyway i watched every episode um but yeah succession trevor without spoiling anything just give me a like on a scale of one to fucking amazing how good was the season finale uh my hands were i was anxious the entire episode right yeah yeah it's so fucking good yeah that 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 show makes me anxious so fucking good anyways cuz it's um, cuz really what it is is the absolute severity of their situations and the you know, what would you say sophomoric responses that they all have to things? Yeah, the the writing is so fucking good. It is. Um, yeah. Oh, it's fucking it's incredible, and just how terrible they always are to everybody, including them them including themselves. It's just everybody's fucking awful to everybody, and every second of it is awesome. Yeah, and the second you start like, the second you kind of start to like one of them, that you're like, oh man, they're fucking terrible. Yeah, definitely like the uh, McCalkin character so far after one episode. Oh, that just gets so much better. Yeah, he's he's that he's he is an amazing character. He's and arguably the best. I think absolutely. Seems like it. Yeah, but, because, it's but he Logan, just rounds it all out. He just rounds it like he's I wouldn't say he's the glue, but no, you could say he's the glue. He <laughs> yeah. he is he is the um he's the one that is like like it's a the show is a is a very, very dark comedy, and he's the darkest, funniest one on the show. Yeah. So it's like yeah. He's all the sh- he's the unfiltered version of that show, and he's just he's fucking perfect at it. And then Logan is amazing. Yeah, I'll get caught up. Yeah, get into it. Um, all right, I guess I got to start fucking watching uh fucking Yellowstone then, huh? Yellowstone's the shit, dude. Is that on Paramount? The yeah, yes. Okay, well, it's uh it's on Peacock if you want to stream it. Yellowstone is. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know why, but. But it's on Paramount TV, the the channel. They have their own channel. Oh shit! Okay, I have cable. <laughs> okay, I got to figure out where to watch it then. But so. the first, yeah, the first three seasons are on Peacock. Just rip it on there. Look at Doug flexing with his two thousand square foot house by himself and, and yeah. cable there in Carolina. <laughs> it's all for yeah. right? Get a get a get a, a hundred and eight inch projector going on the on the wall. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna whole- buy. What what kind of car are you gonna buy now? a whole new world man yeah you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a toy aren't you whatever i want because you probably got a two-car garage at least two maybe three i do no <laughs> <laughs> doug doug start really go wild for next next christmas with the fucking light with the christmas lights yeah Dude, there, there are some houses in my neighborhood that are insane like every square inch of the roof covered in lights where Just, are you again doug just outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. Fuquay Varina, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, well, I'm planning to be there like April, May. So come on down. 
stay in your house and just stay in a different room every day. Yep. Fucking John Madden was hired at 31. As a head coach? As a linebacker's coach at 31. Um, that was in 69. Well, that's pretty uncalled for. He was, he was 33. He was 33 when he got the head coaching job. Was he the youngest head coach of all time at that point? Yeah. At the age of 32. That's he, pretty he crazy. He retired at the age of 32. Wow. Yeah, because those are the days where, you know, like presidents, like your coaches were like in their 60s at least. So all those pictures of John Madden where he looks old, he looks 50 even in 1967. And he was eight years younger than I am right now. He is, anyways. He's sideburns. Sideburns. It's the sideburns, yeah. It just it ages you 15 years by <laughs> All right, Doug, you got to get to sleep. Appreciate All right. you guys. See yeah. you guys. All right, boys. Later. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.